This is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 50 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Steak and Ice Cream, because there's going to be a lot of stuff, and it doesn't really seem to make any sense. It's just a lot of odds and ends I've been playing, Uh, but first, this episode will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday at 7 a.m., so go there, check it out, leave a comment below the the link to the uh, podcast. There's no video, but you can leave a comment. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, drop me a line. Or you can go to iTunes. The podcast is on iTunes. It'll probably hit iTunes uh, this afternoon. It's Sunday right now when I'm recording. And iTunes is actually pretty quick in updating its feed. So the moment I get done editing this and put it up, it'll probably be sometime, uh, it'll be up sometime Sunday. So go to iTunes, like, subscribe, leave me a comment, let me know what you think, what I can do to improve the podcast. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. So yeah, I'm calling this episode, uh, it's episode 50, I'm calling it Steak and, uh, Steak and Ice Cream, because I did a lot of gaming here and there, a lot of stuff. Uh, didn't really spend a lot of money, but was able to play some new games. So it's always a good feeling, you know, I'm a little bit behind. Uh, my podcast doesn't always do... It uh, doesn't always cover like the brand new games, and it's usually what I've been playing. But you know, this time I actually got some new games, and I'll get into those shortly. So first off, I got to play the, the new Streets of Rage 4 that came out. It was on Game Pass. I subscribed to Game Pass, so I might as well start using Game Pass and playing games off it. Uh, Streets of Rage, if you don't know, is an old arcade brawler uh, with several characters. Alex, uh, Cherry, there's a couple other new ones that they've added. Cherry, I think, is actually a new character. But there's uh, basically it's a four-player, uh, it's a, it's a two-player co-op game. You pick one of several kind of brawlers. You go from left to left to right, beating up people, uh, doing combos, stuff like that. Um, and it came out way in the '90s, and uh, obviously this is the fourth one, so the art style's got kind of a new slick comic look. Uh, Alex from the original game is in it, but he looks very haggard. He's got a beard. I chose him because I like it because he had a beard. I like this beard. Uh, you do combos, punches, and kicks uh, to defeat enemies. You have a life bar. They obviously have a life bar. Um, there's several stages. It took me, like, I've heard anywhere from three to four hours to beat the game. I haven't beat the game. I'm only on about the third stage because I've just been playing here and there. But, uh, yeah, you can do, like, a special move. All of them have, like, a special set of moves that you can, like, chain together, but they take away your life. But then by beating people up without getting hit, you get your life back. But if you get punched or interrupted, all the life you could have gained, uh, you know, is gone. A little bit like uh, Bloodborne, actually, so... It's really fun. You also have star moves, which are like these super moves. You get stars from finding a star in the world and, um, uh, you know, uh, using them. It usually is like an AOE that you can use on people and stuff like that. So it's actually pretty fun. Um, I really like it. Uh, You get the achievements seem pretty doable. Um, I guess there's some secret ones that are kind of hard, but uh, it's all... um, you know, it's just an old-style brawler. I don't think they really improved upon it from what I remember playing it in the arcades. It's just really fun, and it doesn't take that long to beat, and it's a good, like, hey, you want to play a co-op game really quick? Uh, which I actually haven't done. But uh, apparently all the art styles from the old arcades are in it. You can unlock those and look like a, an 8-bit or 16-bit 
more like 16-bit character kind of walking through the level, beating up these brand new enemies, which looks pretty cool. I've seen some screenshots and some video of it. Um, there's also old levels that you will find. So you'll go in a corner or something and find it, and it's an old arcade level with an old boss, and you look brand new, but everything else around you looks old. And you beat them up and you get like a star or some health or something like that. Uh, this is a famous game, obviously, that had the turkey on the ground that was fully cooked. When you would eat it, you get all your health back. They still have that, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, you get money, and that's how you get lives. So you get so many thousands of points, and it'll say, you know, like when you're around 5,000, you'll get an extra life. So you start out with two. Uh, when you die and run out of lives, you have to start all the way over at the beginning of the game. So, um, yeah, it's, like I said, really fun. Uh, you know, not really that stressful. You just play a little bit. Uh, the police precinct had some shitty enemies. Sorry, I swore it was, they're really bad. They're really annoying. Uh, they had uh, shields, which was really annoying. Uh, you had to knock the shields out before you could hit them, and they would hit you with billy clubs. If they did that, then you would ruin, you'd, you know, um, you'd get knocked out and stuff like that, and they took a lot of life. It was really frustrating. But I beat them, and I'm on to the next level. It's really fun. So if you have Game Pass, or I think it's going for about $20 right now, uh, I would recommend picking it up. I know it's on the Switch. I know it's on Xbox. I'm pretty sure it's on PlayStation because I've seen some people comment on it. So it's on PlayStation, and it's definitely got to be on PC somewhere, I would imagine. But try it out. Street Street 4 is really fun. And, uh, yeah, I didn't. that wasn't the only game uh, that I played this weekend. I also played, uh, excuse me, uh, Predator Hunting Grounds, which is the new asymmetrical game. Uh, from the same people Ilphonic that brought you Friday the 13th where you would play one person would play as Jason the other people would play as campers trying to leave uh, Camp Crystal Lake while Jason was hunting you down uh, obviously everybody had their own little handle and stuff Jason obviously was just trying to kill everybody this is very similar to that where it's asymmetrical so you have four people based on the well, I think it was a 1987 movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where uh, these guys are in the woods trying to do kind of some kind of covert op not really covert they one of the guys has a minigun but they're, they're basically trying to if I remember right bust a drug cartel and uh, all of a sudden this creature comes called a predator that can uh, stealth he's got a laser uh, blades and he starts taking people out and that's pretty much the game what I, what I do like about the game is if you are a soldier it's a four-man squad you have your own set of perks, loadouts, uh, strength of weaknesses. You know, you can be a sniper. Um, you can change uh, by leveling up. You can change uh, attachments on your gun or, like, the way you look. Everything uh, that you unlock also appears to be some kind of shader on your weapon, so it's just a paint job. Uh, you don't buy any of that. It's all in-game. You, you gain it from leveling up and, uh, you know, getting XP um from completing the missions but as a four-man squad you do actually have an objective you have to go to a place in the jungle maybe uh destroy some uh drug hangers or um you know blow up some fuel tankers uh hack a hard drive get some notes stuff like that and what happens is if you're the predator uh when you're this sorry if you're the squad everybody's kind of in a it's a first person shooter so everybody's like running around the first person perspective you can see your squad you can communicate with them which is really fun if you're the predator it is a third person game and you kind of have the whole overview of the jungle to track people down so you can down them as a predator and then what you have to do is basically claim the kill which means uh, just like the movie you it's not for kids you rip the head uh, right out of the body with the, the spine attached and they keep it as a trophy which is pretty cool 
So um, what you try to do is you're trying to get everybody from not extracting, meaning if the humans complete their objective, if the soldiers complete their objective, they call in a chopper and they uh, exfiltrate, you know, they leave the area. And um, you're trying to stop all that from happening. So you can down them. And as a human, you can revive your allies, which is pretty tense. Um, and then also since, uh, just like in the movies, the Predator can... Uh, he can uh, cloak himself and use lasers and also use like a heat vision thing like in the movies. You can track people through sound and uh, um, using a laser to shoot down on them. I played matches as both. I played as the humans, which I know some people say like, oh, it's not that fun. It actually is really harrowing to see the predator in the trees kind of above you, like leaping from point to point to point, and you know that he's there. And he actually takes quite a bit to take down if you're just trying to kill him on your own. But, uh, you know, if you're as a group, he is actually easy to take down, which I think is the point. I've seen some criticism online that he is easy to take down if you're in a squad. But I I honestly think that's uh, what they wanted. You know, they wanted people to work together and they wanted the Predator to try to separate people to make it uh, harder for him to claim a trophy. If he's claiming a trophy, you could shoot at him and do damage. The coolest thing is it's just like the movie from 87. When he gets down, he has the ability to... Uh, start a self-destruct sequence which is basically just a small nuclear device um if he arms it he laughs which is pretty neat and there's a blast radius if you're a human being that you see on the mini map you have if you get out of the blast radius then you're spared um and you're alive but obviously you didn't complete your objective so you lose xp for doing that uh in the follow-up screen but i've actually been the predator where i've downed someone and is there there are people who are trying to revive that person. I've started the self-destruct sequence because I was downed. Um, and I've killed uh, everybody. I've killed all the members of the group except for one. So I killed three out of four, which is pretty neat. Uh, and then what's really cool is if you're human, while the Predator is arming his self-destruct sequence, you can actually keep shooting and shooting and shooting. And if you down him and he doesn't <clears throat> activate his self-destruct sequence you actually get another objective, which is to guard the body for evac. And if you do that, some more AI comes along and uh, you try to, you know, you kill them. Uh, Depending on what condition the body is in, and there's a a health bar above it, uh, you get more XP at the end of the match, which is kind of neat. So it's a way for you to uh, leave with more XP. Uh, There's unlocks per level. So even the fire team or the predator has unlocks. Some of the fire team include more different guns to unlock uh, because you start out with a basic pistol and assault rifle. And that actually, you know, there's several types of each. Uh, but the Predator also has unlocks, which are really cool deep cuts in the different movies that the Predator's been in. Uh, there's a bow, which I don't remember what movie that's from, but I think it was from a Predator movie. Uh, you also unlock uh, that disc from, I, I want to see it was either Predator 2 or Aliens versus Predator. One of them had like a flying disc that you could control, and that'll cut people down. There's traps you can set as a Predator to get people. Um, but also humans have that as well. Like you have the ability to set like claymores and things like that. I don't know. It's one of those things where I, again, I've heard some criticism online that like the novelty kind of wears off for after a while. I'm enjoying just going in and playing probably two or three matches a day or, you know, this weekend I did. Um, it's really fun though. I will say that one negative I noticed is matchmaking is kind of all over the place. It gives you about a random time. Uh, that sentence made no sense, but it gives you a time for like, oh, if you want to be a fire team, it'll take like a minute to get into a match. Um, and that fluctuates obviously with how many people are online. And I'll say, hey, look, if you want to be the predator, it's going to be five minutes. I think the most I waited was six minutes. 
uh, and then you get into a match. If you don't have a preference, they'll kind of like auto put you in a match. That takes about two minutes. Um, but what I notice is even when you get into the match, you still have to wait for the players to ready up. And that's where I found the most amount of problems. So I was placed in a match, uh, no problem. And there's a timer on how long you've been waiting. And again, it'll display the time on how long it takes to get into a match. So say it'll, you want to be a predator and it'll say, hey, this is going to be a six minute, 15 second wait. You can watch the timer go up to, you know, six minutes, or 15 seconds. And, and to me, what I've seen when I played uh, those haven't lied. But what has lied is the moment you get into a match and you're waiting for players, sometimes people will back out. Sometimes people will probably be messing with their loadout, which makes them back out. And you're just endlessly waiting and they don't have an update on there to let you know like, hey, it's going to be another minute. These people bailed. Or um, that's when I've kind of been waiting in match purgatory. I, I think it happened twice with me. I played for about four hours. It wasn't a big deal. I just backed out and went back in, found a match quickly. But... Um, I'm sure they're trying to tighten it up, tighten up that, uh, you know, that matchmaking because it does kind of ruin your perspective a little bit. Uh, but also the cool thing is I got it on PC because I have a sweet new gaming ring I want to try out. But uh, it's also on PlayStation because I think PlayStation helped pay for the game. But there's crossplay as well, so if you want to play it on PC or PlayStation, uh, you can crossplay with people, and it'll have a little icon. Uh, next to their name it, with the monitor meaning they're playing on PC and the PlayStation logo obviously meaning they're playing on PlayStation and it's kind of neat to see people from different platforms play I did notice some people were in a party and they're playing you can hear people in the lobby uh, but they're playing from their PlayStation when I heard them and they're, the symbol said they're playing on their PlayStation so I heard that and then realized like obviously I'm on PC I'm not going to be able to join their group so um, that's something you got to kind of worry about. I don't know on PC, since it's with the Epic Store, how you do group chat except maybe Discord or something like that. Or if you just know someone, just call them on the phone, I guess, and just have it going through the match. That would be pretty fun. But uh, all in all, I really like it, bugs and all. I do understand Nilphonic is a smaller developer, and they're going to be working on it. And I think with the movies, like there's only like, I think, three maps right now. So it's And they all kind of are jungly, so they kind of blend together. Uh, which, I mean, is okay. But I think, you know, with the movies, if they're using expanded weapons and stuff in the movie, it would kind of neat. I know in Predator 2, it was L.A., if I remember right. So it'd be nice to see, like, an urban environment. That would be really neat. And then, um, you know, to see, like, maybe from one of the, like, Alien versus Predator, maybe to have, uh, like, the temple grounds. I think that was, like, a training grounds in Alien versus Predator. That would be really neat. So um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to see where they take the game, and I'll probably log in the next week to just try out different matches and stuff like that. Um, some of those predator unlocks, though. Let me tell you guys. Like I played a lot of first-person shooters. Some of the guns are neat for the fire team and everything. But some of those predator unlocks, they get like the netting, like the movie, where they shoot a net on somebody. There's an audio decoy, so you can throw it on a tree, make that clicking noise that the predator makes all the time, uh, and it'll throw people off. Uh, and another thing I'll say before I finish up my Predator thing, what's really neat is uh, you hear the noise from the movie. So they use a soundtrack from the original movie, which is pretty good. And on top of it, when you're a fire team and the Predator stealths himself, he makes that clicking noise up in the trees and you can hear him when he gets close to you. I've been playing with headphones um, and it's pretty harrowing to see or just to hear. We'll see him as well when you see his outline, but just to hear him kind of running up on you and you hear the, the cutting noise of him cutting because he has wrist blades and you know he's coming towards you, uh, that's really, uh, really neat. And it, it's got really good atmosphere. So although it's kind of a smaller game, it runs better than Friday the 13th from what I've seen. I only watch video of Friday the 13th, but 
I don't really see a lot of bugs or anything. And I'm really looking forward to digging into this game more. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, with those two things, I have one last thing I want to talk about Stardew Valley because my wife, who is amazing, has been playing the game like crazy and I've been playing with her a little bit. It's a single player game, but we've just been sitting or laying next to each other playing it. And she is definitely an expert. So I'm going to come back from this break and we're both going to talk about Stardew Valley. Hey, we're back. Hello, fellow Stardew Farmeritos. <laughs> it's my wife. Uh, she has put so much time into Stardew Valley. Uh, she looked at her account and it said, what, 40 hours? 40 hours or more. Mm, yeah, or more. That's the important part. Yeah, more mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. So uh, what do you think of the game? I, you wanted to talk about it next week or last week, but we decided, you know, you want to put more time into it and stuff like that. <laughs> and boy, did you ever put more time into it. I did. It's very, it's very addicting. Uh, I initially was like, okay, well, I'll try this out. Uh, much like a couple other people out there. Yeah, we, we've, um, we've seen that online as a mm-hmm. theme of like, well, let me just give this game a shot. 40 hours later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here I am. Yeah, you know, yeah. Foraging, mining. Yeah, her for some reason it's just addicting. Yeah, her her farm's pretty amazing. Every time I look at how much money and how many crops she has, it blows me away all the time. I'm just like, man, because yeah, I'm just I had starting like 20, out. Dollars. Yeah. It took forever though. She, you spend a lot of time in the mines. I've seen a lot of tips online. People have said to do everything you can during the spring and summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on your farm you can, and then mm-hmm. in the winter everybody goes to the mines. Yeah, because cause there's nothing. Yeah, you can't grow anything. No, there's farm. just nothing to do then. Yeah, the only thing you haven't done, I've noticed, is you haven't uh, romanced everybody in town. Because you could do that. You can give people oh, gifts. I don't have time and, for that. Yeah, she has the time to romance <laughs> All she wants to do is I think farm. they should come to me because I'm busy. Yeah, that's right. You got a farm to tend. Well, I got to upgrade my pickaxe. Yeah, and, uh, which is a, a massive money sink from what I've seen. I'm, it is, but I only had you know I only had a few crops because I was using mixed seeds that I was finding oh, on my property. Oh, you gotta you gotta get vegetables. I gotta get the vegetables because that's where you get the money. Somebody said that pumpkins are like a big seller item. Yeah, I like doing the peppers and the grapes because they grow on. Uh, um, what are those things? You know, like the, the sticks. Yeah, the, the yeah, sticks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, that's not the right word. Um. Trellis? Trellis. All right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they just keep producing. Yeah. Oh, really? You don't? Yeah. Because some of mine are like, oh, you got a potato. Yeah. And I'm because like, oh, cool. You grow a potato or a pumpkin, you pick it, and then that's it. Yeah. And then yeah. you have to go get more money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a big money maker. I haven't done anything with my house yet. But I do notice there is random drops in the game because you're getting stuff that I, I'm not getting. And then I've gotten yeah, stuff because I got a ring in the mines that yeah that, I didn't uh, get that I got it's a like a lantern it gives you a glow in the the mines so that we can kind of see. Did around. you get it in a uh, treasure box? I think so. Yeah. I got a sword. Yeah, and she got a, a, a better than a rusty adventure sword, which is what I got. Oh yeah, it has sword. like a plus ten damage yeah. defense and yeah. everything. Better. She's kicking butt in, butt in the mines. I'm just trying to string together enough money to Ooh. get the new backpack so that way I can. Uh, 
because you can't hold that much to start out, obviously. And you have to go to the general store and get another pack so you have another like yes. row of inventory. I want to get the biggest pack, but obviously the I'm broke. The biggest pack is like 20000 or no, yeah. 10000 Yeah, it's like 10000 which you could just blow. You could get a couple of them if you wanted, but me... Well, I'm just... The, the thing is, uh, the exhaustion in this game. Not myself, because I never get exhausted. No, you have, the, an en- you have like an exhaustion energy meter in the, but in the game. But it gets really... That's the only part of the game that's really uh, hard to get yeah. through when you're playing it, it's because you constantly have to... Well, you can eat things to get energy. Yeah, but I try and sell those, because if I forage them, I get money for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you... Like, I, I eat stuff on the road, as it were, all the time, because I'm like, oh, I want to keep going. What I do like about the game is you, you naturally get exhausted, but they will make you go to sleep at 2 a.m. no matter what. They you do. just fall asleep. Yep, I've been in the mine, and then somehow yeah. somebody somewhere knows. Well, they get you to the clinic, and then you have to pay, which the first time it was like two gold, but then the next time it was like 80 gold. So which obviously, me... yeah, they want you to be like, hey, you need to go back to your place before the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, which makes um, me think somebody's like following me somewhere. Yeah, that is, yeah, they, they do write you a letter <laughs> saying, oh yeah, someone found you in the mines. You're, You're like, like, really? How would you know I was in the mines? How would you know? Mind your own business. Come here all day, folks. <laughs> Tip your waitress. I, I will. Uh, I will say I do have it up on you. You have so much more money than me. You're a much better farmer than well, me. Well, right now, but what I excel all those things at, are true. It, what I excel at is fishing, and you I'm don't really get bad it. At that. I, it's the only thing I can hang my hat on. In the game, every time you're like, I don't get it. And I'm just over there just getting minnows, and I got a flounder. Well, I mean, it's not going to help you when it's... I mean, well, I guess you could try ice fishing. Yeah, I get ice fish, because I got that down. You over there with your crops and everything? I mean, all in all, I think it's... uh, I mean, I'm learning how to grow things. You're just picking something, you know, out (laughs) of a... I see. Okay, okay, let's not... I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, I do like the game. Uh, It's way different than Animal Crossing, because I think you and I have talked about before, we tried Animal Crossing New Leaf, and the idea that the town members bother you to do things really bothers me. Uh, When they're like, hey, are you going to weed this or not? It's like, why don't you go weed it? Because I'm busy right now. And Stardew is like, yeah, you can have relationships with people and stuff like that. But the point is that you can do it. You can do it if you want, or you can not do it, which I really like. So yeah, really, I'm just too. doing everything for myself right now. Yeah, because so. in Animal Crossing, I was, you know, I was in charge of the town. Yeah. I had to make sure that I, you know, kept everything going. And the, I, I can't stand that. Yeah. So. It gets really annoying when they tell you what you're not doing. That's yes, really bad. Yes. That's really bad. Like and it got really annoying. you haven't logged in in a while. Yeah. And then they, they shame you for not logging in. And, and I haven't, you've been playing for, of course, you've logged in every day. So uh, mm-hmm. when I didn't log in, it was like a week since I logged yeah. in. There wasn't a, oh, where have you been? It was just like. I'm sure they shut the town because down it was, by now. Yeah, it was day to day to day, right, in uh, Stardew Valley. So you go to sleep and it's day, I think there's a 100-day season. So it started in spring. Mm-hmm. And then you just wake up the next day. So yeah. it isn't a thing of like, oh, you haven't been here in four months. Yeah, they don't pressure um, you or guilt trip you, yeah, basically. Yeah. There was also a, an egg festival for like Easter. Yeah. And it was in the way and they actually block off parts of mm-hmm. town that you can't get to because they just mm-hmm. want you to be part of the festival. And when you leave the, the screen, it's like, hey, do you want, are you leaving the festival? And you're like, yeah. Once you say yes, you go back and the festival is, yeah, it's not in your way anymore. Because to be honest, most of the time, I don't care about that because I want to upgrade all my tools first. Yeah. And then I figure once I do all that, then I can do like the, you know, do that stuff. Yeah. 
Well, it's nice to know that you're not locked in an event. Like, yeah. that was one complaint I've been hearing online and some podcasts I listen to about the Easter event at Animal Crossing is it oh. seemed to go on pretty long and that you, you, it's not like you could, like you were fishing from what I could gather, people were fishing in Animal Crossing and during the Easter event, they were pulling eggs out of the ocean because it's an Easter event. And it's like, that's just annoying. Like, you don't want to get eggs, you want to fish, right? So Yeah, I don't want to um, be pressured in a game when yeah. I'm playing a game to, <coughs> bless you. Excuse me. Yeah, to, it, it's to, annoying to, to do that sometimes. Yeah. You know, because of everything that's going on. This is actually me getting out. Hey, yesterday I went to the beach. I farmed, you know, I farmed this. I went out into the forest. I am social distancing the crap <laughs> out of this. It's a, good, it's a good feeling to be go out and visit people's friend's house in Stardew Valley, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I think overall I'm really enjoying it. You, you, I mean, you obviously really enjoy it because you, you got 40 plus hours in the game. Every time she's like... Every time I see my wife say, you know what, I think I'm done for the day. I don't think I'm going to log in anymore. I come back in an hour later in the living room and she's on the couch with her, sw- her Switch just playing away. And uh, yeah, she it's can't a, get enough. It's a whole new uh, thing for me when I put it on the big screen TV. Oh yeah, she, she actually uh, docked the Switch and played it and it was amazing. Oh yeah. my goodness. She's like, this is great. That makes it even worse. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, one thing I will say that I like too is it's much cheaper than Animal Crossing. Yes. So if you like games like this and management sims, Animal Crossing is $60. This is $14.99. Yes. So really... Very affordable. Uh, I'm getting my money's worth and more. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I, I rec- don't have to be responsible for anybody else. That's right. You can do it all yourself. So I think we both like it and we'll keep playing it. And uh, I think that's going to be it for this week. So uh, again, this will hit uh, my website uh, Monday at 7 a.m. Go to www.gamingwithgrief.com. Uh, drop me a comment below the link to the podcast. You can download it from there. It's going to be on SoundCloud. It'll be on iTunes probably tonight, Sunday night uh, sometime. And uh, you can leave a comment, uh, vote for me on, on uh, iTunes, stuff like that. Or you could go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think of the show. You guys have a good week. Uh, we'll talk more about Saturday Valley probably next week. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.